Hello everyone, my name is Wendy Myers. Welcome to the Myers Detox Podcast. Today we have my friend Dr. Isabella Wentz on the show talking about the ideal diet if you have Hashimoto's thyroiditis. It's an autoimmune thyroid condition that needs very special nutrients. Uh, we need to be thinking about gut health and the exact kind of diet that you would need if you have a thyroid condition or an autoimmune thyroid condition. And thyroid medication is the number one prescribed medication. And it's something I certainly uh, used to take. Definitely have a, my thyroid is one of my weaknesses. So I'm always very interested in any kind of resource about the thyroid and how to take care of it optimally. So today we have Isabella on the show talking about the ideal foods for the thyroid, the ideal foods for gut health, and a lot of really good tips and tricks about uh, the thyroid. You're going to learn a lot on today's show. Our guest today, Isabella Wentz, PharmaD, FASCP, is an internationally acclaimed thyroid specialist and licensed pharmacist who has dedicated her career to addressing the root causes of autoimmune thyroid disease after being diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis in 2009. Dr. Wentz is the author of the New York Times bestselling patient guide, Hashimoto's Thyroiditis, Lifestyle Interventions for Finding and Treating the Root Cause, and the recently released protocol-based book, Hashimoto's Protocol, a 90-day plan for reversing thyroid symptoms and getting your life back. As a patient advocate, researcher, clinician, and educator, Dr. Wentz is committed to raising awareness on how to overcome autoimmune thyroid disease through the Thyroid Secret documentary series, the Hashimoto's Institute practitioner training, and her international consulting and speaking services offered to both patients and healthcare professionals. You can learn more about Isabella and her work at thyroidpharmacist.com. Isabella, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Wendy. It's so great to see you. So you specialize in Hashimoto's thyroiditis, and it's the country's fastest growing autoimmune disease, affecting more than 35 million Americans alone. So can you tell us what that is exactly? Oh, over the thunder, <laughs> the background. <laughs> Absolutely. It's it's actually, like you said, it's a very common condition. It's the most common autoimmune condition in the world. And what it is, is, is the immune system starts to recognize the thyroid gland as a foreign invader, starts to attack the thyroid gland and results in a breakdown of the, of the gland where we're no longer able to produce enough thyroid hormone and in the advanced stages. However, you know, we can have this condition for about 10 years before we get into those, some of those advanced stages and it's going to be filled with a lot of um, not so fun mystery symptoms. So these can be things like panic attacks, anxiety, weight gain, irritability. Um, I've seen people getting hospitalized for psychotic disorders, bipolar disorders, having multiple miscarriages, um, hair loss, carpal tunnel, um, irritable bowel syndrome. You, you can really thyroid hormones and thyroid function impacts just about every single cell in the body. And so we end up with all of these symptoms in our entire body that we normally would not perhaps connect to the thyroid gland. And many people go on for many years without knowing what's causing all these symptoms and they get misdiagnosed. Yeah, I mean, those symptoms can be attributed to so many different things. I mean, especially if people are having mental health issues or irritability or moodiness, uh, they can just think it's, it's them, that there's something going on with them personally. Oh, absolutely. A lot of times people think that it's just their personality. 
that they're just meant to be this way. And then all of a sudden they um, start either on bioidentical thyroid hormones or they do something to balance their thyroid health um, naturally to get some rid of some of that attack, autoimmune attack on the thyroid gland. And they're like, wow, I don't have panic attacks anymore. I'm not, I'm not an anxious person anymore. Like I'm, I'm like really even keel and uh, I like people. I don't hate them. So it's, it's quite amazing what a, what a big transformation we can have once we, we kind of get that, that gland and immune reaction under, under control. Yeah. And you yourself have, have Hashimoto's. That's why, you know, wanted to focus in on the, on this topic to help other people. But can you share a little bit about like your own journey, like some of your, your first symptoms and how you went about addressing it and, and healing it? Well, so I, um, I grew up in Poland. I was exposed to Chernobyl at age three. So I probably started having symptoms around that time. And I was, I, my mom would tell me that I was like, I would become started getting very anxious around age three or four. And that was kind of correlated to when the whole Chernobyl situation began. And as time went on, I, I sort of stabilized. And it wasn't until I was in my first year of college where I just became really, really fatigued. And um, this was after a viral illness. We know that viral illnesses can bring on or exacerbate thyroid conditions. And I was sleeping for 12, 14 hours and missing my exams and didn't have time to study because I was always sleeping. And this sort of went on um, for many, many years until I really started to take charge of my own health. Um, and that was in 2009. But before that, you know, between like 2000 and 2009, I had started off with the lack of um, energy, right? Then I started getting panic attacks. Then I started getting irritable bowel syndrome. Then I started getting brain fog. I started getting carpal tunnel on both arms. I started getting acid reflux. My hair started to fall out. I became allergic to everything in my environment. I had joint pain, easy bruising. I was constantly cold. And, and it was just like all these little annoying things that weren't necessarily, um, you know, like I would go to the doctor and they'd be like, there's nothing wrong. You're just tired or you're getting older. And of course I was in my twenties, which, which is funny <laughs> now. Um, but I just kept having all these symptoms and I wanted to feel like a normal human again. Um, when I first found out I had Hashimoto's, part of me was relieved because I thought, okay, great. I have an answer to what um, is ailing me. I can just take a pill. It all goes away, right? Um, unfortunately, that wasn't the case. I still had 95% of my symptoms despite taking um, thyroid hormone medications. Um, and so I wanted to figure out what I could do to get myself to be the healthiest person with the condition. If there were any lifestyle changes I could utilize that would help me maybe feel better. And um, I was secretly hoping perhaps reverse some of this autoimmune response in my body. That's how I became a Hashimoto's expert slash human guinea pig was just trying to get myself better. Yeah, I mean, that's a very common experience. People go to their doctor and they're just given thyroid medication, which is which is great, but it doesn't solve the problem completely. You don't, you never get any any kind of plan, as far as diet or lifestyle from your physician. Forget it. Um, very good functional medicine practitioners, perhaps. And, and then also people uh, typically attribute their symptoms to just getting older. This is just something I have to deal with or live with. Um, but people also, when they go to their doctor, don't get. Uh, the proper testing as well. They don't get proper diagnosis. And you outline this in your book, how to get the right testing done and what you need from your doctor in your New York Times bestselling book, Hashimoto's Protocol. And that's a 90-day plan for reversing your symptoms. But your new book, 
Hashi, uh, Hashimoto's food pharmacology uh, employs food as medicine in the same manner. And I think that's really, really important to be talking about food, talking about what kind of diet you need to eat to, uh, you know, maximize thyroid function, heal your thyroid. Absolutely. And, and you know, Wendy, it's, it's like you said, a lot of times people go to their doctors for answers, but chances are if they're going to a conventional doctor, they're not going to get the answers that they're seeking. They might get a medication, they might get a diagnosis if the doctor's really good, right? But there's still so much more that needs to be done. And a lot of us are not going to experience feeling human until we do a lot more than just take those medications. And then, of course, there are functional medicine doctors and some of them can be excellent and put us on the right path. Um, but, you know, those are few and far between. They're harder to get to. And it, let's face it, they're just not affordable for everybody. So my goal, um, really like my big vision, is to give people with Hashimoto's the tools they can utilize to take charge of their own health. And and I've written three books on Hashimoto's now. And the first one was you know, kind of very sciencey and talked about what I use to get myself well. Um, the second book I focused on trying to simplify things and giving people action plans and protocols that they could utilize or their doctors could utilize. And then this third book is really focused on teaching you how to become your own nutrition guru. So having you listen to your own body and just using foods, being in your own kitchen, because yes, you know, doctors, an excellent doctor can prescribe you diet, but there's a chance you're going to have to do something about that, right? It's not like you can just put diet in a pill box and take one every morning. So you're going to have to go back to your own home and do some cooking and meal prep and know what kind of foods to choose and what to do. And so the Hashimoto's Food Pharmacology Guide provides that as well as ways to balance your nutrition through digestive enzymes and supplements because we know that we um, this day and age we can't get every single nutrient we eat, we need just from food that we eat, especially if our digestion is compromised. Yeah, and I know, I mean, I hosted the, the Medicinal Supplement Summit and every single person on the summit, 50 people said, you can't get your nutrition from food, but food obviously is the, the basis, the foundation of your nutrition, but you need to supplement also, of course. And so, um, so let's talk a little bit about how someone needs to eat if they have an autoimmune disease. They need to make special considerations over and above nutrition. What are some of those things people need to be aware of if the, to be eating with an autoimmune condition? One of the really big things to be aware of is reactive foods. So which foods are causing inflammation in your body? The next step is focusing on nutrient density. So how do you get the most bang from your buck? So everybody's got to eat, right? And so how do we get the most healing foods into our system? With, with every bite, how do we create healing? Um, and then we're also looking at making sure that we're stabilizing our blood sugar and that we're promoting the excretion of toxins, which I know you, you love talking about and know um, a whole host, you're you know, the top expert on this. Um, and so really it's a whole package of how do we do this on a day-to-day -day basis? How do we create these habits to create this healing in our bodies. Because, you know, I, I talk about medicine um, and I'm a pharmacist by training. And when we have one medication that is giving us this message of here, this is healing, right? But then we're taking all these foods in that are, that are sending inflammatory messages and inflammatory responses in our body, then obviously we're going to have more inflammation and less of that healing. And we need to uh, we need to shift that balance into more healing and less inflammation. 
Yeah, and there's lots of foods also that will improve thyroid functioning as well. We need to eat certain foods to nourish our thyroid. Can you tell us what some of those would be? One of the ones that I really love that's super, super simple is going to be bone broth. Um, And bone broth is something you can make in your house while you're napping. So you can just throw in some bones and some veggies into a slow cooker and let that let that sit while you take a nap or or a pressure cooker if if you're more trendy. Um, And that really has that excellent collagen that heals the intestinal lining, which uh, there's a you know, a big part of my first, second, and even this third book talks about the connection between the gut and thyroid. A lot of times what's going on in our gut is going to help us dictate what's going on in our immune system and therefore what's going on with our thyroid gland. Um, so that's one of the foods that can be easily added into, um, into our daily repertoire. It, it's amazing because people who, um, who follow my work, I used to do this with my clients where I would do outcomes research and ask them, okay, so you've tried this and how did you feel? Did you feel better? Did you feel worse? Like, what did your thyroid numbers look like after this? And I would kind of keep track of this detailed log um, of people. And then I decided, let's do this on a really grand scale. And so I sent out a survey to um, uh, all of my, the people that follow me online and we had over 2000 people reply. And so I, you know, I kind of was like, am I just seeing this little, these trends in my small group of clients, or is this really going to be applicable to the real world? And it was quite amazing because it was within percentage points of my, um, of my client panel to that bigger group of people. And to make a long story short, people were saying that bone broth gave them more energy. So fatigue is a big complaint in thyroid disease. They had less joint pain. That's going to be another big complaint. Um, their hair and skin was shinier. We see a lot of dry skin and hair falling out with thyroid disease. Um, and you know, it's just quite amazing because some of the numbers were actually even better than with taking thyroid hormones. And I don't use that lightly, but a lot of times, you know, with, with the foods we remove and with the foods we add, we can see people feeling that feeling better than they even do with medications. And that's, that's amazing. Yeah, and I love making bone broth. I make it probably at least once a month and use up the whole batch when I'm cooking. And it's, I think it's just such a important part of a healthy diet that so many people are missing. And it's something so simple and delicious to do. And so let's talk about, you know, what, what you eat on a daily basis. So like, what does an average day look like for you in terms of, you know, your meals and your snacks that's based on the, the recipes and the protocol in your book? One of the, another food that is really fantastic for people with thyroid conditions is actually a green smoothie. So green smoothies are going to be, have all these nutrients that are broken down so that we can take them into our system without using extra digestive juice. People with thyroid condition conditions oftentimes have a deficiency in digestive enzymes. And so they're walking around fatigued because everything they eat um, is taking them a lot of work to digest, Right. Um, so we're going to do green smoothies. That's going to be protein that's broken down. Um, protein is an important source of L-tyrosine, which is um, part of thyroid hormone. So if we don't have enough protein, we're not going to be able to make enough thyroid hormone. Um, I like to utilize hydrolyzed beef protein. It's a hypoallergenic source for most people, or pea protein is another option too. And then coconut milk is another great base to utilize. So Um, coconut has some antiviral properties. We know that a lot of times, uh, various types of pathogens can contribute to thyroid dysfunction. 
Um, of course, coconut oil, you know, I don't recommend bathing in it with the hope that you'll heal everything, but adding that into your diet can be very, very helpful with providing a source of good fats and helping to minimize some of that, some of those infections within the body. And then I love to utilize uh, blueberries. Blueberries are a rich source of myo-inositol. Research has shown that myo-inositol um, in people with subclinical thyroid issues can actually bring about balance of the thyroid gland. So it can minimize the damage to the thyroid gland. It can also normalize thyroid hormone function. So I like to add some of those and then various types of greens and avocados, um, perhaps some chia seeds, depending on kind of what I feel on that day, what my body feels like it's, it's needing. So I, I start off my day with just this green smoothie and I've got, um, a few different green smoothie options for you in the book. One of them is the root cause green smoothie that helps us provide blood sugar balance throughout the day with those great fats and protein. Um, and a lot of times people will say, wow, I feel like my brain fog has gone away or I'm losing weight without even trying just with utilizing the smoothie. Um, that's a really easy, great way to start the day. I like to sip on bone broth throughout the day. For lunch, I love to utilize um, to do things like bibimbap bowls, which are um, found in the cookbook. And, and this is basically a bunch of different veggies roasted or cooked in different ways with, with various sides of, of, um, of roasted meats. And you could kind of mix mix it up and bring that um, to work with you, or eat at home, or have or have like a nice big salad with that. And then for dinner, generally um, a good source of protein as well as um, as some veggies. Um, one of the ducks with date sauce has been a favorite recipe. It's a little bit more exotic, um, but you know the the book has about 125 recipes, and a lot of time a lot of them are focused on um, three different dietary protocols. So we're focusing on autoimmune paleo, paleo, as well as gluten-free options. So regardless of where you are with your diet, if you need to just get started, or if you are more advanced, the, the cookbook will provide protocols for you and recipes. Yeah, I really like, like that. I like cookbook said, well, outline, this recipe is good for A, B, and C. It's gluten-free or paleo or autoimmune paleo. I really, really like that. And so let's talk about maybe some more of the recipes that are in the book. Um, I definitely, I love duck. I love bimbap bowls. And it's great to add some variety like that to your diet to just keep things a little bit more interesting than, you know, chicken and vegetables, <laughs> which a lot of people are eating. So what are some of the other interesting recipes that are in the book? One of my favorites is my, actually my husband's recipes in there. So hubby's carnitas. <laughs> so these can be eaten by themselves. So this carnitas, for those of you that know, don't know, is is like slow cooked, really juicy, tender pork um, that can be used in tacos. It could be used in salads. It could be eaten by itself as um, as a main dish. Um, this is something super easy and super tasty. So even your friends that are not dieting are going to love this. Um, another thing we have in there is paella. So paella is naturally gluten free and dairy free. You can use um, specific kind of rice with it. And this is going to be a really big crowd pleaser. So if you're having a bunch of people over, you can make a paella and it's super, super easy to make. I also have some pie recipes in there. One of them is an autoimmune pie and it's a very berry pie. So it utilizes the myo-inositol um, containing blueberries as well as um, strawberries. And um, the crust of the pie is 100% 
autoimmune paleo friendly because we use cassava flour. Th- those are some of the the recipes that I like to serve when we have um, guests over. Um, and some of them can be a little bit more complicated to make. I've got about 20% of the recipes are going to be like dinner party recipes, but 80% of them are going to be focused on, hey, if let's make life really easy because taking back your health and healing shouldn't have to be so hard. You shouldn't have to have a private chef. You shouldn't have to have a private nutritionist and you shouldn't have to spend all day in the kitchen. It's all about making it simple for your lifestyle. The recipes are really tasty. So both of my father-in-laws have approved, or both of my, my father and my father-in-law have tested them and approved them. Um, and, uh, they're very picky eaters. So, (laughs) um, so the recipes are going to be, um, also different types of ethnicities. So we've got Italian inspired recipes. We've got Mexican inspired recipes. We've got Eastern European recipes, American recipes, Asian inspired. So there's definitely going to be something that you're going to find that you're going to like in the cookbook. And I'm excited to to share this with, with everybody. Yeah, it sounds like such an amazing resource because when anyone has a chronic health condition, that you really have to focus in and prioritize making their own food at home. Uh, I can't really stress the importance of that enough. Uh, because, you know, when you go out to eat, you're exposed to gluten, inflammatory industrial seed oils, uh, bad salts, um, just all kinds of, you know, bad ingredients and poor quality ingredients, uh, pesticides, etc. That, that are, you know, are hidden in relatively healthy looking dishes. Uh, so it's like, it's really, really important to learn how to cook at home. And we need, you know, amazing resources like this to cook simple food that's super, super healthy. And so we can really enjoy what we're eating to motivate us to continue cooking at home. <laughs> yeah. So could tell the listeners more where they can learn about thyroid health. Where can the listeners find you? Absolutely. So my website is thyroidpharmacist.com and I have all kinds of blogs and recipes that you can, you can stop by and check out. And uh, my books are Hashimoto's Food Pharmacology is the newest one and Hashimoto's Protocol, Hashimoto's Root Cause. And those can be found on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Yeah, I really love the work you're doing because, you know, thyroid medication is the number one prescribed medication. So many people are having thyroid issues. And so it's great that you're really focusing in on this and giving people the resources and information they need to not just, you know, blindly take the thyroid medication, but to, you know, approach it with more of a holistic intent and holistic approach to look at the diet and lifestyle and supplementation they need to ultimately improve their thyroid health. Absolutely. And it's, you know, my, my goal is to give people every tool that they possibly can use to make themselves feel better. And, and I love to take from every, every kind of discipline, whether that's nutrition or supplements or conventional medicine, medications, um, cold lasers, any kind of therapies that are out there, I test or I have a, a panel test for me and let me know if they're going to be helpful and effective for thyroid, um, for thyroid health, thyroid symptoms, reversing thyroid disease. So I'm excited to share this information with the world. Um, and thank you so much for having me. And I really love the work that you're doing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And yeah, thanks again for coming on the show. And everyone, thanks again for tuning in this week to the Myers Detox podcast. Please take a couple seconds to leave a review on iTunes so we can reach more people with important message of detoxification.